All right, so for the 31st, it seems to be, um, for some reason, we have another one with the Holy Family, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, where we already did that. And what I'm going to do is I'm just going to read some of the writings, uh, the uh, that is the readings, just to cover up as much as we can here. Um I don't know exactly which ones they're going to choose, but I know from here, from what I'm reading, because I just did the 30th, so now all we're going to do is the 31st, and I guess depending on how the calendar ends depends on that, right? So the church uh, leaves a little moving space. So I'll just read the entrance antiphon, and, um, well, we'll just uh, make do. Uh, we'll cover up the uh, the readings. The shepherds went in haste and found Mary and Joseph in the infant, uh, and the infant laying in a manger. This is Luke chapter 2, verse 16. The shepherds went in haste and found Mary and Joseph and the infant laying in a manger. And uh, we'll go into the Gloria, and the, the, first the confession and then the Gloria. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and what I have failed to do, through my faults, through my faults, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask, Blessed Mary, ever Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God and with me. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Kiri elision, kiri elision, kiri elision, Christe elision, Christe elision, Christe elision, kiri elision, kiri elision, kiri elision. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Christ have mercy, Christ have mercy, Christ have mercy. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you, we give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, Heavenly King, O God, Almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, Only Begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the of the Father, have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit and the glory of God the Father. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, and let's uh, begin with the readings. Okay, uh, reading from the book of Sirach, chapter 3, verse 2 to 6, 12 to 14. Those who fear the Lord honor their parents. A reading from the book of the prophet Sirach or Sirach. God sets a father in honor over his children. A mother, a mother's authority he confirms over her sons. Whoever honors his father atones for sins and preserves himself from them. When he prays, he is heard. He stores up riches who reveres his mother. Whoever honors his father is gladdened by children, and when he prays, he's heard. Whoever reveres his father will live a long life. 
He who obeys his father brings comfort to his mother. My son, take care of your father when he is old. Grieve him not as long as he lives, even if his, if his mind fail. Be considerate of him. Revile him not all the days of his life. Kindness to a father will not be forgotten. Firmly planted against the debt of your sins, a house raised in justice to you. Okay, one more time. A reading from the book of the prophet Sirach, chapter 3, verse 2 to 6, 12 to 14. God sets a father in honor over his children. A mother's authority he confirms over her sons. Whoever honors his father atones for sins and preserves himself from them. When he prays, he is heard. He stores up riches. He who he stores up riches who reveres his mother. Whoever honors his father is gladdened by children. And when he prays, he's heard. Whoever reveres his father will live a long life. He who obeys his father brings comfort to his children. My son, take care of your father when he is old. Grieve him not as long as he lives. Even if his mind fail, be considerate of him. Revile him not all the days of his life. Kindness to a father will not be forgotten. Firmly planted against the debt of your, uh, debt of your sins, a house raised in justice to you. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Psalm, Psalm 128, verse 1 to 2 and 3 and 4 to 5. Blessed are those who fear the Lord and walk in his ways. Blessed are those who fear the Lord and walk in his ways. Blessed is everyone who fears the Lord, who walks in his ways. For you shall eat the fruit <clears throat> of your handiwork. Blessed shall you be and favorite. Blessed are those who fear the Lord and walk in his ways. Blessed are those who fear the Lord and walk in his ways. Your wife shall be like a fruitful vine in the recesses of your home. Your children like olive plants around your table. Blessed are those who fear the Lord and walk in his ways. Blessed are those who fear the Lord and walk in his ways. Behold, thus is the man blessed who fears the Lord. The Lord blesses you from Zion. May you see the prosperity of Jerusalem all the days of your life. Blessed are those who fear the Lord and walk in his ways. Blessed are those who fear the Lord and walk in his ways. Okay. A reading from Letter of St. Paul to the Colossians. Uh, it starts from chapter 3, verse 12 to 21. And uh, actually, we're going to go from, uh, because I have a, a longer version, uh, instead of 21, um, yeah, we're going to go from 12 to 21. The other one is actually the, the shorter version. Okay, a reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Colossians, family life in the Lord. Put on as God's chosen ones, the holy and beloved heartfelt compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience bearing with one another and forgiving one another. If one has a grievance against another, as the Lord has forgiven you, so must you also do. 
and over all these put on love, that is, the bond of perfection, and let the peace of God, of Christ, control, control your hearts, the peace into which you were also called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly as in all wisdom. You teach and admonish one another, singing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs with gratitude in your hearts to God. And whatever you do, in, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Wives, be subordinate to your husbands as, a, as is proper in the Lord. Husbands, love your wives and avoid any bitterness toward them. Children, obey your parents in everything, for this is pleasing to the Lord. Fathers, do not provoke your children so that they may not become discouraged. Okay, one more time. Reading from Saint Letter of St. Paul to the Colossians. Put on as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, heartfelt compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, bearing with one another and forgiving one another. If one has a grievance against another, as the Lord has forgiven you, so must you also do. And of all these, put on love, that is the bond of perfection, and let peace, uh, let the peace of Christ control your hearts, the peace into which you were also called into one body. And be thankful, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, as in all wisdom you teach and admonish one another, singing psalms, hymns, spiritual songs with gratitude in your heart to God. And whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Wives, be subordinate to your husbands as proper in the Lord. Husbands, love your wives and avoid any bitterness toward them. Children, ob obey your parents in everything, for this is pleasing to the Lord. Father, do not provoke your children so that they may not become discouraged. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, alleluia. Let, peace, let the peace of Christ control your hearts. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Alleluia, alleluia. Let the peace of Christ control your hearts. Let the word of Christ dwell within you. Colossians chapter 3, verse 15 to 16. All right. So let's begin. This is the uh, Gospel of Matthew. Uh, chapter 2, verse 13, 15, 19 to 23. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, chapter 2, verse 13. Uh, I guess we're going to go all the way to, uh, well, it's a short reading, but it's chapter 2, verse 13 to 15 and 19 to 23. Take the child and his mother and flee into Egypt. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. When the Magi had departed, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, Rise, take the child and his mother, flee to Egypt and stay there until I tell you, Herod is going to search for the child to destroy him. Joseph rose and took the child and his mother by night 
and departed for Egypt, he stayed there until the death of Herod, that what the Lord had said through the prophets might be fulfilled. Out of Egypt I called my son. When Herod had died, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt and said, Rise, take the child and his mother, and go to the land of Israel. For those who sought the child's life are dead. He rose, took the child and his mother, and went to the land of Israel. But when he heard that Archelaus was ruling over Judea in a place of his father, Herod, in place of his father Herod, he was afraid to go back there. And because he had been warned in a dream, he departed for the region of Galilee. He went and dwelled in a town called Nazareth, so that what had been spoken through the prophets might be fulfilled. He should be called a Nazarene. Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Okay, one more time. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Take the child and his mother and flee into Egypt. When the Magi had departed, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, Rise, take the child and his mother and flee to Egypt and stay there until I tell you. Herod is going to search for the child to destroy him. Joseph rose, took the child and his mother by night and departed for Egypt. He stayed there until the death of Herod, that what the Lord has said through the prophets might be fulfilled. Out of Egypt I called my son. When Herod had died, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph. In Egypt he said, Rise, take the child and his mother, and go to the land of Israel. For those who sought the child's life are dead. He rose, took the child and his mother, and went to the land of Israel. But when he heard that Archelaus was ruling over Israel, over Judea, in the place of his father Herod, he was afraid to go back there. And because he had been warned in a dream, he departed for the region of Galilee. He went and dwelt in a town called Nazareth, so that what had been spoken through the prophets might be fulfilled. He should be called a Nazarene. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So, um, Sirach is trying to, in his, in his writings, to bring peace in the family. A son, the children, the father and the mother. It's interesting that God says, honor your father and your mother in the Ten Commandments. He doesn't say, love your father and your mother. It never says that. It never says that. Because love comes from the will. Honor comes I think more out of the responsibility. I could be wrong, but I think it comes from um, more responsibility. It also, I think, comes from the will. But love comes from the un, from from the deep the because it, to love somebody is more of the will. You know, if you don't love somebody, you don't love the person. I think God understood that there was 
going to be just uh, difficulties because remember, we live in a world that's impaired by sin, that's infected by sin, by the fallen nature that we have all received. We have all inherited from Adam and Eve. And love comes from the will. You, um, you cannot love what you do not know. And we know there's a lot of dysfunction. There's a lot of abandonment. Parents abandoning their children. Uh, children uh, running away from home because of abuses and a difficulty. Uh, there's a lot of attack of the family. There's a lot of redefining of the family. But even though you may have, you know, like the neighborhood family that has a lot of fights and the police coming over and stuff like that and and um, a lot of the noise and a lot of uh, the, the anger and rage. Love comes from the will. And even the most dysfunctional family and he has has good qualities to it. A child may say to their father and mother, I hate you. It's funny. You know they don't. They may say it. You know they don't. Uh, my priest, Father um, Richard, said once, if you saw your father walking down the street on the other side of the block and you see two shady characters, let's pretend um, they got their hoodie on and um, my father's coming out of his car and the two guys with the hoodie with their head down, making sure nobody sees their face. Because, you know, technically that's what the hoodie is all about, right? I mean, in some cases, especially, you know, yes, it's for cold weather. But a lot of people wear it. A lot of, some people wear it because they don't want to be recognized. And they attack him, assault him. With all the anger I have in my heart, with all the negativity I have in my heart, how would I react? I would react in horror. I would react in horror see him seeing him get assaulted. It would cut me to the heart with all the stuff that I know, the negative stuff I know about my father, the things that he did. Yes, you still love your father. We still love our parents no matter how bad things have been. We know this. It's a fact. It's a common truth. You know, even when your, 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 your brother or your sister, let's say your brother has done something bad to you and you see something horrible happen to them. Are you going to stand there and say good? No. You're going to forget about all that horrible stuff he did. Love takes over because love is stronger. No matter how deep the hate is, no matter how deep your anger is towards your father or your mother, even my mom, I use that same example 
for her because she's had family difficulties. And still, love takes over. Because it's, you know, it's truth. Mom, your mother, as, you know, whatever your parents done to you, the their dysfunction, the, the horrible way they treated you, the horrible way they... The times they may have embarrassed you, humiliated you. You still love them. You still love them. We still love them. You know? Joseph, here in this particular... Well, I mean, let's go first through um, Colossians by St. Paul. Put on as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, heartfelt compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bearing with one another, forgiving one another. If one has a grievance against another, as the Lord has forgiven you, so must you also do. And over all these, put on love, that is the bond of perfection. And let the peace of Christ control your hearts, the peace into which you were also called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly as in all wisdom you teach and admonish one another, singing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs with gratitude and heart, uh, gratitude, gratitude and heart, uh, uh, in your hearts to God, sorry. Whatever you do, in word or in deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. And of course, this is the part here that often a lot of people struggle with because it's often overlooked uh, or just skipped because it bothers the uh, the gender equality here. <laughs> Wives, be subordinate to your husbands as in proper in the Lord. Husbands, love your wives and avoid any bitterness towards them. Notice what notice notice this is the part nobody bothers to pay attention to. Husband, love your wives and avoid any bitterness towards them. And then he goes on to say, Children, obey your parents in everything, for this is pleasing to the Lord. Fathers, do not provoke your children, so they may not become discouraged. You see, okay, what does he mean by subordinate? He means what he means by subordinate, it, he means, and when he goes on about bitterness, okay, we have to remember, I think the best thing to remember is in a marriage and in a family, everybody has their role to play. Everybody has their role to play. And a lot of times the problem here is, is that I think we, we're so busy trying to redefine marriage, we never bother to understand what the role of husbands and wives and fathers and mothers are supposed to be. Okay? I mean, in a world where we're so busy trying to uh, conserve 
And uh, you notice how everybody goes out of their way to help some native Aboriginal culture, uh, uh, some native Aboriginal culture that's one with nature. And I'm not trying to mock any, any of that. I'm just saying in the West, we're so busy trying to, to destroy um, the, the classic culture. But at the same time, we run after native Aboriginal cultures, right? Regardless of the negative and the positive of that culture, we go out of our way to preserve. We go out of our way to save the owls. We go out of our way to save the, the particular species that's endangered. We go out of our way to save some native sacred land. But when it comes to the family, when it comes to the classic family, the, the Western family, or, or the role of the husband and wife, we, we're obsessed with empowerment. We're obsessed with patriarchy. We're obsessed with all those things, but we don't understand what is the proper role of father, mother, husband, wife, and children in the family. Why aren't we trying to preserve that? We're so obsessed with feminism and empowering young women, but what are we empowering them with? And what are we constantly fighting about? A fa uh, we, we, you know, they're saying now you don't need a father in a home. Now they're discovering that you need a father in a home. There are things a father can do for a child that, a mother, that, that the mother cannot do. That's the thing. There are things that a mother can do that a father cannot do for a child. They found out that young women who have a positive relationship with their father often with uh, in, uh, pick a young man that sort of matches the values and manhood of their father. I'm guessing it's the same thing with sons with their mother, obviously. So if you have a home, like for example, I, I don't know if you guys remember, there was a show called Gilmore Girls. And I remember there was a lot of people talking about the Gilmore Girls and talking about how the mother and the daughter were like best friends. And the thing is, someone said, that is absolutely wrong. Even I've heard young people, young women say, I don't need a best friend. I already have a best friend. I need you to be a mother to me. And that is true. The mom in the show acted, acted, acted like her daughter's sister. They talked like if they were sisters, they hugged and, you know, there was, it was very, um, I guess you can say 80s hipster like kind of thing. I don't know that time and the mother mom talked like her, acted like her, like like her daughter. And you couldn't tell at times if they were, you know, you know, if they were mother and daughter. Well, it's the same thing if a if a father, imagine if the 
father and his son went on a, on a double date, it would be just as weird. It would be just as, you know, it would be creepy, you know, you know, and the dad acts like, like his son's best friends, dresses like them. You know what I mean? Tries to be as cool as them. The cool, you know, that's what, you know, that, that whole thing just comes out all wrong for, for, for a son. No, no, it's, it's wrong. It doesn't work that way. You know, I mean, might as well. I mean, you know, it, it would be, it would be creepy if the dad went on, went out with his, uh, son's ex, right? The same way if, uh, uh, a mom went out with her daughter's ex, it would be completely wrong. You know, and they try because we're so busy trying to redefine or make equal, kind of like blur the line. It doesn't work that way. No matter how hard you try, it doesn't work that way. Everyone has to face the reality of who they are. All right. It was, I mean, think about it. The Greeks wrote a play where Oedipus Rex married his own mother. And they knew that was wrong thousands of years ago. So what I'm saying here is that we know what our proper roles are. But our culture and our society, with all these ridiculous ideologies are trying to blur the line. And yet at the same time, we know we're wrong. And then we run after these cultures we're trying to save, these Aboriginal cultures, these native cultures, regardless of the pros and cons of that culture, overlooking them and, and fighting for their rights. But at the same time, we're self-mutilating ourselves. We're destroying ourselves. There's something deeply psychological there. There's a self-hatred, a self-loathing, an admission of guilt. And I think in most cases we have to go back to the basics because we have no more roots. We have no more traditions. We have uprooted ourselves from our cultures and traditions and values. And at the same time, like someone like Karl Marx, who basically is self-destructive, came up with a self-destructive idea that to this day he rules from the grave. As much as people want to say that Marx is a hero, he's not a hero. All right. They go to, go to, go to Russia and listen to Putin's speech He'll talk about all the stuff that the Soviet Union did that nearly destroyed. And to this day, they're still trying to recover from. All right. Look at the, the, the trail of blood Marx's ideology brought in. All right. Even Hitler is a result of it. To this day, everybody's paying, paying the price. Go back to what a family is supposed to be. Now, the subordinate does not mean serving your husband barefoot, pregnant, on your knees. No. What it means is acknowledging the role of the father 
and the father acknowledging the role of the wife and mother. Acknowledging the role of a husband. Letting your husband be a husband and letting your wife be a wife. Paul was speaking, yes, culturally to the time and to the limits of the people of the time. But we have to dig deeper here. Paul, Listen to Paul's words. Husbands do not hold any bitterness towards your wives. The wife has to make a role. She has to make... He's not talking to a Jewish home here. He's talking to the Gentile homes, to the Gentile marriages, to the Gentile families, as much as he's talking to the Jewish families who live uh, who live there. But there are limits that these cultures have because they didn't have these values and morals that Judaism, a Jewish home, had. And there were limits that even the Jewish home at the time had. But the point is, he's trying to 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 help them to bring to to bring some sense of new uh, uh, morals of Christ of Judaism to them. He's trying to help them to navigate through these problems that they, the the social, economic, and 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 also the the stigma of this new faith that they're that they're going they're going to inherit they're going to acquire later on and there's a need to try to develop they're developing a culture a christian home culture and this is something that we we're, we're we need to acquire again we need to we need to acquire that we need to actually develop a a Christian home again, a Christian lifestyle, a Christian way of thinking. You know, not passive the way we've done, we've developed for the last 50 years. And unfortunately now, with everything that's coming out of uh, Pope Francis's magisterium, we have to pray for him. It's, it's, um, it's not going to get any easier. Anyway, let's end it here. And uh, I'll get back with the uh, January 1st, Mother of God. And I'll do the one for the Epiphany as well. Okay. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, only begotten Son of God, Born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made for us men and for our salvation. He came down from heaven and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy, Catholic, and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and life of the world to come. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. 
Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of our death. Amen. And one more time, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now, the hour of our death. Amen. Saint Michael, Archangel of God, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wild, wicked attack of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And now, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the divine power of God, cast into hell Satan and all evil spirits who prowl the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory now and forever. Amen. All right, Happy New Year, and I'll see you soon.